Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is... The H&J Daily, <laughs> some of the best bits of this afternoon's show in podcast form. Uh, Don't they already know that because they've downloaded it? It wouldn't yeah. suddenly appear on your headset and think, blimey, is this the H&J Daily? I thought it was something else. This is the H&J uh, Daily, <laughs> a true crime podcast. <laughs> looking I'm into the sudden murder of Andy Jacobs for being a pedant. <laughs> Um, who did it? It was me. See, that didn't last long, did it? One episode podcast. That's no... Sarah Koenig's not going to be massively interested in that, is she? For her next series. Hopeless for her. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Now, Wrighty came in. Ian Wright, it was great to see him. We hadn't seen him for a while. He was on good form and uh, as opinionated as ever. Um, so you'll hear from Wrighty. Andy and, Smart. Andy Smart, ball runner, comedy store player, cheese chaser. Uh, he was here and uh, covered some ground, as he always does. Got a book coming out. He was telling us about that. And we played Don't Ask Me, which uh, which was an interesting one, actually. It's, it, it's uh, yeah, you'll be surprised if you're that interested. But, <laughs> it, it, yeah. Anyway, here it all is. It's great to see Andy Smart as well. Uh, Farnborough fan, comedy store player, ball runner, cheese chaser. <laughs> Not down Cheddar Gorge. No. Um, Andy, good afternoon. Afternoon. Yes. Uh, now, this week... Yeah, um, significant. Are, well, you and uh, AB Brazil, <laughs> you both hit the really? big 6-0 this week. He's, it's his 6-0 uh, as well. Alan, Alan's 60, uh, I think, this weekend. I'm yeah. looking better than him, though. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good for a red face competition, though. Yeah, we could, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, was, that was from uh, the Oval, and I went to see the England the opening game, the England-South yeah. Africa game, and it said, you know, it said it was going to be showery and, and overcast. And I went with Nick Hancock, and uh, neither of us had any sun cream. And it just the sun just sort of came out and then disappeared again. Came out, just I got home. I was just I was like a beetroot. I was <laughs> yeah. so ready. It was about eight hours in the yeah, season. eight hours. You talked about Alan years ago. We went to this do uh, a, a, a football do, and uh, one of the guys there was uh, said uh, that was a few years back. He said, "How old are you, Alan?" I said, "About fifty-four. And uh, I said, "How old are you, Paul?" I said, "I was fifty-one." Uh, and they're looking at Alan and looking at me. And Alan just said, don't look at him. He's not had a life. <laughs> I said, I haven't had your life. I'll be dead. Had some sort of life. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at him. I'll never forget that. It's very funny. Um, so you're marking this significant occasion with yes. this book that sort of 
was spawned here on this show. Yes, thanks yeah. to you two. Uh, someone was listening to a story about hitchhiking, and um, I've written this book called Hitching Time about all the hitchhiking I did from 77 to 82. So I did 72,000 miles in five years and um, kept a log of all the lifts. And there was one big wow. trip down to um, Bilbao in uh, 82 to see England play France on my birthday in the World Cup. So um, it's that story, basically, and all the ridiculous things that happened to me and how, how many times I've, I've nearly died and also the one time I did actually die. Yeah. So I was dead for about three minutes when I was seven. So you nearly drowned, didn't I, you? I, I actually did you drown, did drown yeah. quite successfully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're quite good at it. And being seven, of course, when my life flashed before my eyes, it was like... It was quite short. It was a bit like when Stephen Hendry said he was on This Is Your Life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm only, been here. I'm only 19. <laughs> it was a couple, couple of ice creams and a, and a yeah. head and leg at Snickers. That was it. You know? it was like, <laughs> <laughs> Even at seven, you dirty boy. That's <laughs> poor. So, yeah, why did you keep a log of the, of the trips? Um, because then I, mm. I, I, I feel figured that if I kept a log then I'd, I'd work out where the best junctions were to get dropped at and where wow. you know which were the the like junction seven on the M6 which is the Walsall turnoff it was, is the worst junction in the country for really? hitchhiking well it was in in those days there used to be on the back of the sign there used to be all these terribly sad poems that people had had like three hours there right and just sat and wrote how sad they were does anybody it? know why that, that's a particularly I think it's because it's in the, it's in the apex of the A5 and uh, the M5 and the uh, M6 yeah. one junction down so I don't think many people use it for sort of um, you don't know whether you're going to be going onto the M5 or onto the M6 really so. oh okay Mm. Uh, so is it part memoir and part yeah, early, there's a, yeah, there's a lot, style lot guide? Of, no, there's a lot of stories about um, uh, school days and, uh, and life in Liverpool when I was at um, college there and then in a TIE company and what we got up to. And is, is, uh, I've only had five real jobs in my life, proper jobs, mm. and <laughs> I've written about each of those <laughs> and why I ended up not doing any of them more than six weeks. <laughs> I'm not very good at nine yeah. to five. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, and I've just did, uh, did the audio book last week, which took uh, eleven hours to did read. Did they get Charles Dance to do it? That would have yeah. been good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy. Smart. Well, the thing is, because I, 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 I was reading it, I just I, I, I was sort of telling the stories as I would tell the stories, yeah. and the guy was going, "No, you have to do the exact words in the book because some people buy the book and the audio book and then follow it with their is finger." That right? Wow! And I was going, Why? <laughs> Who does that? I do not know. <laughs> Someone who wants so, full comprehension. So they, can, so they can complain if it if it deviates. I suppose so. Or, wow. or maybe they're learning English very badly. I don't think they've learned English from Andy's book. Yeah. Football manager, so it yeah. was down to Andy Smart. Yeah. How long did it take to do the audio? But I imagine it's quite tight. Is it, it took like 11 hours. Of London? So, uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. very much. Yeah. I'm ready for you now, Clem. Yeah, um, yeah so it was... Um, <laughs> Uh, when was it? It was nine till five on mm. the Thursday, and then nine till three on the uh, Friday. So oh. yeah, that's quite about eleven so hours. When's it out? Uh, it comes out twenty seventh of July, okay. and then uh, there'll be a book launch up in Edinburgh and uh, during the festival, and uh, I'll be selling it after. I'm doing a show up there as well. So. Right. 
there'll be uh, uh, people will be able to come and buy it and I'll sign their copies for them. Nice, we'll get Brilliant. you on for a bit of a chat. Yeah, yeah. We're up in Edinburgh doing a couple of shows oh, with yeah. our good oh, friends yeah. at Green yeah. King up in Edinburgh, so we'll, we will... That'd be lovely, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get you on, certainly. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, how, how long is it before you... Are you going to Pamploma again this year? Or? Yeah, I'm doing the run on the Tuesday this year, so I'm going to fly down on Monday and then come back on the Wednesday for the store, so, yeah. <laughs> do, does, it get, does it get bigger every... You say that. Yeah, Does it, it get does. bigger it's, every year? Do you find a lot more tourists? I think it's not far off being... You're, you're going to have to get a... a a, lot, a lottery ticket to actually get in the really? run because there's so many people who want to actually do it now. So it's, uh, I'd say on the first Much day, of a lottery, I'd want to win. Really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks. But there are people that have been going for like 20, 30 years who just go, oh come on, you know, they they they, they just want to do a, a, a good run, and um, there's just all these. <laughs> idiots who don't really know what they're doing in the, and just doing it on stag weekends and stuff like that and it's it's not really a stag weekend sort of thing it's yeah. it's a it's a very dangerous sport and people mm. die you know mm. do you see do you find that people i remember years ago in australia we went sort of swimming on uh, on the barrier reef and just yeah. before we got in the guy the guide said any questions and this one put a hand up she said are there sharks in there and he, i can't use the first word here. let's change it he went Oh, yes, the ocean. It's like, <laughs> well, he's going to say no. So, I mean, it's like you're going to... No, so they people, don't come on this bit. <laughs> so, so the people, people must come up to you and say, you've done this before, mate. Say, oh, yeah, yeah, for about 60-odd times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they don't really gore you. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Oh, yeah. Okay, you get yeah, this yeah. is the proper ball and it's going to be charging at you, and mate. It, yeah, yeah, it's a killing machine. It's not like the bulls you see in the, uh, the fields in, in this country. They're, they're Camargue bulls that have been bred to, to kill. And they, if any, any animal goes into their field, a horse or a, another, an ordinary cow wandered in, then they would kill it They would with their horns. Why would you breed a, net, a bull to kill? Oh, I suppose for bullfighting. Yeah. What are you going to breed them for? Yeah. <laughs> you're breed them for milk, I suppose. <laughs> You've been but wasting you, your time. You can, well, you, and, and for food, obviously, because yeah. you, you can yeah. go after the after the uh, bullfight, you can go to the, the, the nearby butcher and buy a, a steak from the... the oh, that's a bit dark, isn't it? It's a bit dark, so not particularly well, well hung. Actually well, aged for 28 days. <laughs> I need to have a go at our guests. Flaming <laughs> <laughs> it. Sorry, Andy, do apologise. I did actually... You come in good faith. I did it when I, the bull that hit me once and sort of, like, uh, knocked well, me out. He, he, you didn't the, eat him that evening, did you? The, the boys that I was with went down to the, the butchers and bought uh, the... Which one's uh, key? The, the uh, prairie oysters, oh. shall we say. Ah. And uh, told me, it was, and I thought it was just a black pudding. I ate this sandwich. And then oh. they went, you've just, you've just eaten the... Um, the bits of the bull that um, hit you. Wow! And I was yeah. like, "Oh, well, thanks." Are you slightly? Com- I mean, are you compromised by bullfighting? Do you? Yeah. You know, yeah. Feel about? I mean, it is. It's not a pleasant. It's not. Watch, but, is no, it? And it's not. I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm, no. But the running is. Yeah. You know, the, it's all. The, it's all. The odds are stacked in the bull's uh, favour, and uh, you know there was. Four, uh, there's runs every weekend from February to October mm. throughout Spain, and there were 14 deaths last year and 17 the year before that. It's a very serious, you know, sport. And and um, I'd yeah I'd I'd I'd, I'd go for that rather than the bullfight. Yeah, presumably yeah, it's course. a big adrenaline rush if you actually finish without being gored. I suppose that's the most people do. I mean, the percentage of people that do of, the, of those that run. Oh yeah, I mean, there's only been there's there's been uh, two deaths in the last. 25 years in Pamplona mm. and, um, and there's sort of 4,000 people running every day, eight days every year. So, Do you sign something before you set off? Are you expected no. to or is there just basically is there just this sort of tacit what, what <laughs> understanding? Is, the, the, you the, can't the really city, sue them, can you? Well, the what? city of Pamplona pays all hospital bills mm. and they pay f- because no insurance company obviously is going to pay you. So yeah. um, the, the city uh, 
pay everything as long as you have you have to have a photo with your thumbs up in the hospital bed <laughs> that's right the okay <laughs> there's, but there's an acceptance that by actually going in and doing this thing you're, you're doing you're on your taking own risk yeah. your own liability yeah, yeah. I t- arthur smith uh, came out with a guy from doncaster who was a, a um a public health inspector and um, he he wrote down 186 things that weren't allowable in this country. So he enjoyed his few days off of work. Then. I'll have a few days off and look at 886 violations. Safety, safety violations. And he's, and he's enjoyed the work of Hope Solo. Andy Jacobs has joined the work of Hope Solo on the, on the Women's World Cup coverage. And he's trying to find some TV formats for her. And uh, Gab Cancello has got It's the Hope That Kills You. <laughs> the US goalie is an assassin who tracks down contestants who, if they survive the show, win a cash prize. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. I remember, Andy, me and Adrian doing the show here at TalkSport, and I remember saying I'd love them to be able to find it. Um, I was talking to Adrian. I don't know what he's going to talk about today, but I'd love them to be able to find when I said, with David Dean going, that is the beginning of the end. That is a problem. That's a massive problem. Mm. Um, he's the kind of person that, in respects of football and knowledge and visionary, um, and love for the club that you, you can't afford to lose people like that. And that relationship with Arsene Wenger at the time Absolutely. was very key, wasn't it? It was massively, yeah. massively important to the whole club. And we saw what happened in the end. I think that Arsene Wenger done brilliantly in the in the end, but he had the reins. He had to do so much Yeah. in the end. Um, and he did need that help. You know, various people came in. You could see that it, it didn't quite work out, and especially when you look at the fact that people have left on freeze and all that stuff. I remember having arguments mm. with Arsenal fans on, on the Drive Time show. Yeah. Trying to say to them, listen, we're gonna be, we're in danger here, man. We're going to be worried. We're going to be in, in problems like thinking about finishing fourth. Are we going to be challenging anymore? I remember saying those things. But, like, you, people don't want to hear it at the time. And, you know, we're in that situation now. And Arsenal, are, right now, are in a position where it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the summer. You know, without the money to spend, without the, the, the qualifying for the Champions League, going back into the Europa, the Europa League. You know, have the players improved? Has the mentality improved? What system is he going to play now? Mm. Did you see that halfway through the season? So there's a lot of questions to be asked. And, you know, like I say, you just have to hope that something happens at the moment, just living on hope. The Ramsey thing was the weirdest one. I mean, you could really trace Arsenal's implosion at the end of the season. He got injured. Yes. They were looking like they were going to finish third, Mm. and outside the top four. And, and he always does, you know, you thought if he'd played in the final, he always got a yeah. good record against Chelsea. Yeah. It, it, it's strange. And you saw how much they missed him, and then it makes the decision to let him go just I think that um, as much as, you know, you, you Arsenal have to take a massive amount of blame for that because there's a st- as, there was a stage where they must have known that he's not going to sign. So then we're talking about a £60 million player that, OK, we'll, we'll have to sell you then. Mm. You know, not let it get to the stage where it's got to, but they... They waited and waited. At the same time, you have to look at Aaron Ramsey as well. Aaron Ramsey's getting to a situation in his career where he can run down the contract. And I think Arsenal made him the kind of offer that, yes, it was a, is a good offer, but when you consider what he's able to get and what's yeah. been documented that he has got, there's no way that Arsenal are going to be able to match that. Now, if he knew that he was going to get that, there's no way that Aaron Ramsey was going to sign. So... You say it, that, but it costs like forty million to replace him. So yeah. you might as well give him. Well, yes, but this is, but it's the yeah, structure this is, of the wages, isn't it? Yeah, but at the that. same time, yeah, yeah, but they've broken that. They they've have broken that. But the fact is, is that you have to make a decision, and so the decisions that were being made um, by in respect of Aaron Ramsey's contract before it was starting to get to run down were being made by people who are obviously who now longer no longer there, I should say, mm. uh, now no longer there. 
Um, and they've gone on to pass as new and left Arsenal in a little bit of a mess. Yeah. In, in, in the contracts they've given people, it's very top-heavy in the, in, the, in, the, in the squad. And we can see that in the way that the guys are performing. Does it, uh, does it hurt more because you got the, the, the neighbours have got a bit noisier, you think? I think the neighbours... Yeah, yeah, without... To be honest, we've, by producing um, players and obviously buying very, very well um, when they did buy... You know, whatever, I remember people were, you know, not so long ago going, going on about Sissoko. He's turned into a mainstay. Yeah. Um, you look at people like Trippier, what he came for. You know, Daily Alley. We can, we can go on. Harry mm. Kane for nothing. And and when you look at Eric, like Christian Eriksen, how much is he going to go for? 11.5 million he cost. And you're looking at the way they've built that team without spending too much. And they've gone into the stadium, got to the Champions League final, have been in the top four for the last four years. That's progress, whatever you want to say about it. And it doesn't hurt me to say it because, like, you have to say that whatever people think about Daniel Levy and what's going on with um, Mr. Lewis ahead of him, something's going right now. Mm. They're doing something right. But now they're going to have to... They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to spend some money because yeah. they've got a taste now, the boys. They've got a taste. Big summer. It's lovely when you say nice things about Tottenham, though, right? Can't help it. Enjoy. Yeah, but the thing about it is, um, <laughs> is, Paul, is that I'll, I'll probably get hammered, but like I always come off of uh, social media for the summer. Yeah. And the fact is, is that you ca you've got to give credit where it's due. You yeah. know, they've done that. You know, they could have. They nearly won the, t the Champions League. I'd be spending a penny in like two and a half years and yeah. getting a stadium. What, will, you, will you tell Adrian that? Uh, you know, Adrian knows. <laughs> Adrian knows he's a troublemaker. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. Yeah, well, talk a bit about Delhi Alley and, yes. and, and, and Tottenham and England, mainly England. Mm. Um, it's, it's been a weird season for him. He's, he's just not been, he's trying hard. He's getting in good positions. He's going towards in. the last couple of weeks. I wonder what it is, Ross. I mean, are you watching? What, what are you yeah, I've watched, watching? Yeah, uh, I've watched all the boys um, from the World Cup um, to now. And if you look at them, it's, you, you look at all of them, and at some stage, they've all had a it's been very difficult for all of them. I think one of the, the, the worst is, is been and seeing him get the stick he's got this trip here. I think it's mm. really, um, it really had its effect on him. I think the World Cup's had an effect on a lot of them. And mm. 
You know, I think that when you look at Delhi and the, the, the calibre of player he is, you know, um, I think that is for his age, um, the amount of football that he's played, the injuries that he's had. It's no, it's no, um, it's no coincidence that they've all had a, a very tough and emotional World Cup. Whatever people think about the World Cup, whatever think people think about our run to the semi-finals, and oh yeah, you had a great draw. Who wouldn't want a great draw? Yeah. Who wouldn't want it? Why, why? You know, it was like people got the ump of English people singing like it's coming home. It's like <laughs> we're supposed to get to a World Cup, and because it's a, pr a favourable draw, everybody's having a go at Englishmen for for singing and being like that. I I, I couldn't I couldn't. Getting enough people's faces. Mm. They've already the started time. doing that for the women. Yeah, though, saying if they win it. It's, yeah, it's football's really coming home. Yeah, but the thing about it is, it'd be brilliant if the girls can do it. Yeah, and, and the, if the ladies can bring it home. But what I was saying is, is that that has an effect on you. That's and the season that most of them have had at the top end of the Premier League, it's going to have its toll on people. And I think that Delhi, um, you know, and they got the European Championships next next season. So you're hoping that these guys get a decent rest, Paul. Yeah, so yeah. They can they can recover. I mean, it, it's, un it's fortunate and unfortunate they've got to a Champions League final because they yeah. gave them three weeks longer. They couldn't have had a break yeah. and they've had to come back for England yeah. and Kane. I mean, what, what about Harry Kane? What, he looked, he's looked sharper in these last couple of games for England. Yeah, but the thing, what's happened with Harry Kane again is he's somebody that when he gets injured, um, the, the, the emphasis is always on getting him back, getting back, getting back. You don't know how fit he is when he always comes back and he always yeah. looks a little bit um, not as sharp, a little bit more sluggish than he normally is. And that is simply because I believe that for for Tottenham and for England, he's somebody that as soon as he gets to a, a situation where he's close, they'll put him in yeah. because of what he's capable of doing. Mm. I'm not sure if that's good for him, simply because, you know, the guy needs rest. When's a lot, when, he, he needs rest as well. It seems mm. like every season he doesn't get the rest, he plays, and then he gets this injury, the ankle injury, or, and then he... he, he he has a, a long time out, then he comes back, he's rushed, blah, 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 and then bam, it's over again, and then he's going to do the next same thing next season. Yeah, yeah. I thought he needed, it looked as if he needed five to ten games, like a lot of players yeah, do, mm, of course, when he comes back off injury. Yeah, good break now. Um, the, the boys yesterday, their third place medals in yes. that tournament were kind of slung in a bag in the dressing room. They never got <laughs> actually give them on the pitch. Mm. Um, you're, the tournoi yes. was the last pot we yeah. won, and you were part of that. I loved so, that. Do you have you kept your medal? Yeah, it was a, it was kind of like it was a see through one. It's it oh, massive. Okay. It's, it's the size of that thing there. Really? Yeah, <laughs> okay. love it. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is, is that whatever people say, you know, what I mean, of course, you're not going to put the the tournoi in the same category as as the the Euros or <laughs> the World Cup. Of course, you're not. But we played against France, uh, Brazil, um, in in that as well. You know, what I mean, it was. Italy yeah you know it was, it was a really good competition at that time what Glenn Oddle was trying to do was get us acclimatised to be in a situation where you're in the latter stages of somewhere with top teams and you're getting your mind right and this is what um, this is why I believe that it's been a good competition people have gone really over the top with the way we got we lost to Holland mm. and you know of course there were mistakes made and it wasn't great it wasn't a great um, it wasn't a great performance but they seem to forget that with everything that's happened with the World Cup, the fact that we got to the the, the semi-finals of the the Nations Cup, beating Croatia, absolutely battered Spain. You know, everybody, even when we beat Spain, yeah. people were saying things like, "Yeah, well, it's not it's real Spain in a competition." So you're never going to get credit. The English boys are never going to get credit for beating teams. Like I think that the progression they've made since he's come in October 26, 2016, once he signed his permanent contract, we've got better, mm. and we are getting better. And I think that when you look at the penalties, what we took, they were fantastic. They were emphatic. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The way we took them, everybody looked confident. 
And, you know, it's, yes, we've practiced them before, but now there's been a mental shift, a mentality shift mm. in the dressing room. You could see it. The boys can't wait to, to link up. You can't, they, you, you've seen them on social media. They're all mates. They're all together. And that's what you need going forward. We're still a work in <clears> progress <throat> as, an, as a national team in what Gareth's trying to do. And he's doing it brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. I was interested to hear you say you're going to have a social media break for the summer. Yeah. And uh, when you were playing, would you have welcomed this with this sort of contact with the fans? I mean, some no. players see it. I can't see it's beneficial. No, it's, it's not... Um, it, you're not... I don't believe, you know, and I remember Stormzy, I saw Stormzy say something about it. You're not meant to have this much interaction with people. You're not... It's not meant to be. Hmm. It's not meant to happen. You're not meant to get that much of information and yeah. all that sort of stuff. You're not meant to look on something and see how much someone hates you or how much someone likes you. Yeah. Those... It's not right. It's not... It's not right for you as a, no. so the it's thing not is, healthy is it it's not healthy no. it's not no. healthy at all and you know when you look at like for, like the summer you need it for everything that's going on you get great information off of it and that but in the main with, with the Instagram with the Twitter with everything that's going on you do need to, to, to have a break from it you do need to do that because while the season's going on yes you need it because things are happening you're seeing what's going on but like, other than that you know what I mean it's something that like, I, I ain't got no problem parking it up no. none at all You've stepped back. You hmm. you were on Twitter quite a lot, but you've kind of stepped back from it a little bit. Generally, because there's no, you? there's you can't win. It's it's Twitter for me now. It's it's a pointless exercise in respect of trying to have a decent conversation with anyone. Because yeah. what happens is after a while, the avalanche of abuse that comes in when you're trying, like for instance, uh, if we if we said you know, Delhi and Harry, Delhi Ali and, and Harry Kane, you know, they've just been tired. You know what I mean? Had a hard season. You know what I mean? And they've, you know injuries and everything. And I guarantee you put that up there and you just look at the, the rubbish that comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're just trying, you, you were just trying to engage. You try to engage and it's, it's, it's impossible to do that literally now on Twitter. Impossible. Yeah, it's a great show. It's a great forum. Yeah. It's an unbelievable forum. You, you're talking about a youngster, a kid, if he's on there, if, you know, if obviously he's, if he's been super, he can message Ronaldo. He can message Messi and... You know, yeah, you might get an answer, but you can mm. reach. Yeah, sure. You can reach the, 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 the pinnacle of, of football. And that is what that medium does. But people choose to use it in such an, an, abhor an abhorrent way. It's, it's, it's really yeah. quite sad. So, um, what are you looking forward to next season? I know this one's just only finished. It was a great, it was a great season last season because you're yeah. there doing match of the day yeah. and watching all the games. It was I mean, fantastic. Have you got high hopes for, for next season? Um, in respect to the way the, uh, the Premier League has gone, especially with the way Liverpool um, played last season, with the, consider the season before, they, they they were 25 points behind them and made a couple of good signings and brought a couple of people through and, you know, the emergence of Andy Robertson. And at one point, the, 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 the pressure that them two teams were under, the, 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 they put on a feast of football in respects of dealing with pressure and, and, and mm. playing in, in mm. the cauldron that they had to. Do you think it's going to be those two again I think next it probably year? Is anybody else no, going to no. get in the well, mix? I, I think so. No, I think, one, no one else will be. I don't think that... You know, just those two. You know, you look at them and you look at Spurs. Spurs are going to have to sign people. You know, I can't mention my team Arsenal at the minute. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, with, with Arsenal at the minute. Chelsea, with everything that's going on with them, Andy. With the, is the manager going to be there? The, the transfer no. embargo? The, the hazard? So you have to United look... United in transition United well. in transition as well. And then you look at it and you see it's, it's up to Manchester City and Liverpool to kind of almost fly the flag for the Premier League in the way they've played. And I think they've done that magnificently last season. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm probably going to go for Liverpool again. 
I, I, think, the, I think the interest ah. next season will be Wolves, Leicester, and Everton. Yeah, I think all pushing yeah. for the top four. Yeah. yeah, those are the ones. You that, know, with yeah. the established powers, United, yeah. Arsenal, and Chelsea. If they struggling. can keep players that other well, clubs want. Really. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is that you look at what Wolves are capable of doing in respects of who's who's bringing players in for them. Mm. You know, they're going to bring in a couple more. Yeah. You look at Leicester, what Brendan Rodgers will probably do with a team that, for me, looks like they've got the basis of a fantastic team. As it, as it is. And I think that those two teams, just to name a couple, Everton, um, those two neat teams, just to name them three teams, they're going to they're gonna push. If United have another season like they did this season, if Arsenal and if Chelsea don't get it, then there's... there's yeah, it it's, could be it's a up for grabs. Yeah, it's up for yeah. grabs. Brilliant. Those places. Righty, lovely to see you. Pleasure. Uh, don't be a stranger. I'm, I'm, I won't be. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I'm not happy. Somebody... I bought this plastic cup. Yeah. It's my cup and it's, it's a good size. Cup. Yeah. It's just gone. Where's Someone, it gone? Where did you leave it? I left it in the kitchen on Friday. I cleaned it on Friday, put it back in the kitchen. Somebody's taking it and my tea bags. I'm not happy. Oh, wow. It's all kicking off. Really wants, your Japanese tea bags. Who suddenly got... I saw. I, I, I did see Adrian earlier on doing an elaborate Japanese tea ceremony with, <laughs> with Goffey. Goffey. Like the, the dance. It took an hour. <laughs> he got in early to do it. Um, so, I don't know who's had it. No. I mean, I, why would that? It was a very odd kind of generic sort of... It was a sort of... It was a really weird mug. He it bought it. It had one of those slogans on it like, I think I'm allergic to mornings. It's the sort of mug... <laughs> you, you know, it's a last-minute Mother's Day gift from a garage along with some flour. It was an odd well, one I like the buy. size of it and the colour, I thought, you know. The colour was a kind of girly turquoise. Well, I mean, you know, what I, thought it, I thought that would be distinctive and people wouldn't steal it. Well, well you've made it so too much, distinctive. So much for that theory. It's, it's, it's clearly, the, I'd say, uh, a woman in a... You're looking... The profile of that mug is a woman in her mid to late 30s, uh, I'd say. That's not my tea, is it? That's... I think it is your tea, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's become another cold oh, blind. Never mind. Um, well, I've got the right one. I'm <laughs> all right. You're, you're happy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, nothing about oh, yeah. you, Andy, yeah. and your lack of a mug. <laughs> That's true. Um, and let's have a few more TV formats for Hope Solo doing a brilliant job on the Women's World Cup. Uh, this is a nice one from Chris in Caister on Sea. Hope Springs Eternal. The popular nineties uh, R&B girl group were imprisoned in a maximum, maximum security <laughs> facility, and Miss Solo has to liberate Louise and the girls. That's what brilliant. a top! I, I'd watch that. I would watch, I'd watch that. that, Chris. Thank you very That's much. That's a good idea for a yeah, program, well Chris. Yeah, excellent. Um, Bob Hope says Ben, the Spurs fan in film. <laughs> uh, Bob Hope uh, sees Bob Mortimer and Hope Solo together at last <laughs> to take a special look into the life of the legendary comedian Bob Hope. That'd be a bit literal, isn't yeah, it? Really? So on the nose that one, uh, Ben. And uh, some work better than others. Uh, all hope lost, says uh, Terry. Uh, airdrop Hope into the middle of nowhere and chart her progress back. This one. I'm not so sure about Tom. Uh, hula hopes. Hope tries her hand at different gymnastic disciplines. It might have been better a kind of history of crisp derivatives, mightn't it? Really, yeah. that one that might. Work. What about a land of hope and Gloria? Yeah. Uh, hope joins up with Gloria Hunnifer to create a new travel show exploring the UK. I'd watch That's that. That's a winner. That's a winner, Graham. TV shows excellent. have been made on less of a premise than that. If you get the star names, they'll buy anything. It's all about the talent, love. It's true. Anything else? Well, I've got a bit on Rita Ora here. Yeah. She's one of the hardest women, uh, working women in the past. She's one of the hardest. <laughs> should have a yeah. fight with her. <laughs> Bieber will be offering her out next once he's done for Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's right. That's a bizarre story. Have that you is, seen yeah. this? What, what's gone on? What's gone on for Justin Bieber to want to have a, a fight with Tom Cruise? I have no idea. 
Something's happened. Anyway. It is strange. He, he's genuine Bob, about it, isn't he? Wants Bob to Mortimer go says him and Vic will now fight Anton Deck around the back of the shop. So I saw him tweeting <laughs> yeah, earlier really? on. So he's, this could start a trend. <laughs> That'd be good, this wouldn't it? could start a trend, yeah. uh, Anyway, Rita Ora, as one of the hardest working women in showbiz, she needs a little downtime. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this person says, I can reveal her favourite pastime is being covered in clam shells. Is it really? uh, apparently, uh, the singer hired personal masseuse Katie Do, 25. Katie Do? D double O, 25. Doesn't yeah. really matter what age she is. To give her her lava shells massage. Nice. Um, during her UK tour, the treatment is a hot stone massage using tiger striped clam shells filled with sachets containing a mixture of algae and sea kelp. Wow. It's very powerful. Can we get you it? one of those? I don't Can we get one you of one of those? Uh, I'm not interested. That sounds good. I'd like to see you. Because you like a massage, don't you? Well, I do like a massage. All above board, obviously, oh, sports yeah. massage. Sports. And he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. it's painful. Loves a sports massage. I do. He's not a referee or anything. That's all he's interested <laughs> in, the pure sports massage. Um, and do you want to see a quick T20 birthday spread? We might need to have got a new We'll get Pelé in a second. We will get Pelé. Jürgen mm. Klopp was invited to go on the Graham Norton show last week. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Um, he, he'd already committed to go on uh, holiday, decided not to. He said he was apparently flattered. Mm. I reckon he would have been good, don't you? He, he would have been, been good, good value. I mean, I love Graham Norton. I think he's brilliant yeah. at what he does. But... Un- in fact, he was all right with Peter Crouch, but he's never had his strongest with sports people because it's not his thing. Yeah, you know. But I mean, he wouldn't need, he'd need in-depth knowledge of the Gagan press, would he? I mean, <laughs> he might. <laughs> he's he's not really... grand, his, his producer and his business partner is a football is a, a football expert, he is, So he yeah. would he would he would lead him oh, into. Oh no, that's true. He, he would he, lead he him into. He'd fine, give him yeah. a lot of help, I think. But I I think he'd be good. I think just doing the mm. the fluffy, the silly stuff uh, with the celebs, he'd be very good. I think. That's anyway, true. it didn't happen. Maybe it'll happen next time. And here's Pele. Great to see Pele. Pele sounding good, isn't he? I've it? got to try and guess the age of this person we're going to do, yeah? Yes, it's a very happy birthday mm. to that big Chelsea fan, the Reverend John Sentamu, the Archbishop of York. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got that song, hasn't he? Of course he? he's got that song, hasn't he? One man Sentamu. Sentamu, etc. Yeah, that's right. So how old is he? Oh, I haven't given you a margin. I'll okay. say you'll be within five here. Uh, John uh, John Sentamu must be 76. What is he, John? He's 70. So oh, you, oh, I'm out. Lost, I didn't do it. Out there. I missed oh, out by very one. Very An absolute disaster. Well, I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anything else? I, just, I had one from the other day that I never used. I'm just searching for it drastically. Okay, well, that moment may have gone. Well, it probably has. Pele's gone now. He's given up. Of course, yes. Uh, crackpot survey of the day. Do you want this? Go on that, yeah. Um, they looked at the things that could trigger a stressful day. I mean, to be honest, Andy, most things can trigger a stressful day for you, can't yeah, they? True, yeah. A lot of things wind you up. Me, me Japanese tea's gone missing. Yeah, tea. Yeah. Uh, the cup, what I put it in, uh, <laughs> that I bought from uh, Clinton's. Tick. Um, it's true. You bought it from Clinton's, ever it was? Uh, yeah, it, was, it, was. A, well, it was a card shop yeah. in the station. It was an yeah, afterthought. It, yeah. An afterthought. When someone leaves, you, you know, or you buy them that mug. <laughs> um, okay, the ten top annoyances. See how much would these things annoy you? Okay. Step number one. Should we start with number ten? Number yeah. uh, sorry, number nine. Didn't give you a ten. That's annoying, isn't it? Well, only gave you nine. That's really <laughs> annoying. That is annoying. Um, seeing your partner eye up someone else, apparently. Have you seen that go on? Not for a long time. She only has eyes for you. She she's, thinks you're really good looking. She missus, does. She? Yeah. She, she, she honestly, she loves the sound of my voice. Does she? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why she listens to the show. She doesn't understand a word I'm saying. She <laughs> just likes the sound of it. It's a reassuring. <laughs> okay, colleagues being horrible. It doesn't happen to you, does it? It's normally no, you doing that to them. Yeah, it's right, normally the other way around. Uh, just missing a bus. Does that bother you, Andy? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, I just missed everybody. a tube train this morning. That was quite annoying, yeah. Um, a messy house. Do, mm. do you, uh, no, you're not bothered about that? Not really, no. OK. Losing your keys. Uh, lose, you, everybody You're the king that. of losing stuff. Well, I always love the little dance you do. Whenever we go anywhere, the producer will back me up on this, <laughs> we go on tour somewhere, we get to the gate, he knows he's coming to a gate when he's going to need his ticket, whether it's Cheltenham, whether it's Kaliningrad, <laughs> he knows he's going to need that ticket. And then it's patting of the pockets. It's like watching someone at a beer keller. Every pocket he's there. It was uh, and then effing and jeffing going through every pocket. It's true. Uh, five layers it's goes good, through every it? pocket, and then he finds it in the end. Um, so uh, you're losing your keys. L lower bank balance than expected. That wouldn't bother you. You're minted. Um, <laughs> Row, sorry, I read this as rowing with your partner before work. I think that's rowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, though, you know, if rowing they beat be, you in a, in a straight off race on the rowing annoying, machine, yeah. it could be very it's annoying. True, yeah. Car breakdown. Sure, of course, these are who basics, aren't they? Who wouldn't be annoyed about that? Oh, no, I'm delighted. Number one, though, um, stepping in dog poo. Oh, yeah. It's got to be the worst, isn't it? That's a horrible thing to do. It, it's. <laughs> It certainly is. But that's because people, you know, are unsociable and then... They, you know, they should pick up off, they should reverse they should, yeah. bag. You see, something I know that you've got a real problem oh, with. Yeah. So if I went away, you wouldn't look after my dog. Could, it would be difficult. you'd well, struggle, well, wouldn't they, you? The, my wife's quite good at that, so for some reason... <laughs> you'd send her out for the reverse bagging, would <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, okay, she's quite good enough, at that. Yeah. You see, WhatsApp trolls, uh, or trolls in a WhatsApp group, have been blamed for the lapses by John Stones, Oh, the headline had to be trolling stones, didn't it? it, it but it wasn't. It, no. But it wasn't, which is a bit annoying. It was really. a wasted opportunity. Oh, yeah, really. It was really. Um, we've got a new. Uh, this Gaviar says a uh, new BBC Sunday early evening show is the Hope Catholic travelling around Europe, <laughs> uh, attending mass and asking the congregation to guess if Hope is a true Catholic. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> not not sure about that really. I don't think that's right. Not sure Hope will say yes to that. <laughs> Soap on a Hope says Shug. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ms. Powell, um, yeah. uh, Solo, her name is. Who's Powell? Um, uh, reviews. Hope Powell, former oh, it's, different, it's a different Not Hope Powell. It's is different. It? It's it's can't it's do TV Solo. formats for Hope Powell. Well, she, That's she suddenly may, come in. She may be up for it. So <laughs> on a Hope, Miss Powell slash um, <laughs> <Ms>. Solo <laughs> uh, reviews different examples of the popular wash time <laughs> comestible. Yeah, but Steve Richards. That's not a TV Steve show. Steve Richards has actually come up with the perfect one. Hope against Hope. <laughs> yes. Hope Solo and Hope Powell replay classic USA England matches. That. You could see well, that, one I of the sports broadcasters yeah, buying good, your hand it, yeah. off for that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Don't ask me. So have I set the five questions in Don't Ask Me too easy? Let's find Probably out. Probably not. We get underway then. Uh, we spoke to uh, Jerry Crone, a Coventry City podcaster, about the fact they're going to be ground sharing with Birmingham. His show is named after which former Coventry player? We talked about it. <laughs> Uh, he wasn't a cob for long, but it was, that was the joke. Oh, really. yeah, yeah. Uh, knee Lamptey. Knee Lamptey, well done, Andy. Yeah, he, he dredged that one up. <laughs> we spoke to Annalise Thompson last week. She's Britain's youngest what? Oh, Annalise Thompson, Britain's yeah. youngest... She's in the studio. She's in the studio? Yeah, that's going to help you, isn't it? <laughs> I'm helping you. She's sitting where Adrian is now. She's in the studio. She's Britain's youngest... Britain's oh, I remember young, now, yeah. yeah. Uh, Britain's youngest what? God. Britain's youngest person, Alan once said. Britain's youngest person, Alan said. Britain's youngest... Window cleaner. No. Britain's youngest... Uh, she's obviously a sports person. Britain's youngest... Uh, uh, Tempin bowler. No, greyhound trainer. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Stephen Hendry joined us. Which football team does he support? Uh, Hearts. Hearts, that's right. Uh, Kenny Mew was offering discounts to Manchester yeah. United fans on what? Uh, Blackpool Tower... Um attraction whichever which was the dungeon yeah, the dungeon, you're close yeah. enough and finally uh, emma the tottenham fan joined us uh, whilst over there for the champions league she discovered what in another spanish city oh uh, there's the uh, spectator whose statue has been erected in the seat that he That's used right. to sit in it, what did for you was Annalise Thompson the greyhound trainer we had a <laughs> ten minute chat with her she yeah. sat where Adrian sat I know yeah, no, how did you did. manage that that was I the did. easy one <laughs> there we are that was this afternoon's show tomorrow we've got another Arsenal striker uh, played of course with writing Alan Smith joins us mm, in the I'm studio to that. we're going to be talking about a documentary Andy and I went and saw few uh, weeks back about uh, about Diego Maradona and his time in Naples to Asif Kapadia who made the Amy and Senna documentaries uh, will be joining us in the studio and Michael Carberry who like Andy is, a, is a, as an artist and uh, the yes. former England cricketer will join us as well so until then thanks for downloading us have a good evening You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.